Blog Talk Radio. This next song is a favorite of mine because I stop and think of why I love Jesus. And the first thing that comes to mind is I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he looks beyond my faults and he sees all of my needs. I love him because in spite of Edward, he still loves me. I love him because he meets every need. And not only the need, but he supplies and gives me my heart's desire. Saints, you know a lot of things we don't even need. We don't even need them, but just because we want them, God gives them to us. Hallelujah. Pray for us as we come with, Lord, I love you.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, I love you. When we wake up in the morning, Lord, I love you. Hallelujah. He woke us up, clothes in our right mind. <clears throat> we have the use and activity of limbs, life, health, and strength. And so we give God glory this morning for all he has done all week long, brought us to the closing of another week. And we thank him. I can't help but thank him because he has been so good to me. Yeah, much better than I could ever be to myself. This is the honest truth. Yeah, his grace and his mercy and most of all, his love for me. And I'm thankful this morning. Listen, we're going to morning prayer. And um, after morning prayer, we'll come back with another song and uh, come back with encouraging words and announcements. And we'll go to our message of the day by Bishop, the late Bishop G.E. Patterson. And the title of this message is Prayer for Healing. Yeah, praying for healing. And so we'll take a listen to that today. And we just thank God for his word. Because it could be like we're in other places where they can't do this. They can't pray out loud. They can't teach the word, preach the word, encourage others. But we thank God for the opportunity of what he has given to us. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord, for another day. We thank you for all you've done, what you're doing right now, and, Father, what you're going to do, great and mighty things for us. For we're your people. We're your children. And, Lord, we know you love us this morning, and we want to show you we love you back because there's none like you. We can search all over. We'll never find anybody greater than you, Jehovah God, the lover of our souls. We thank you this morning. We appreciate you. We give you glory, honor, and all praise. Father, we worship you this day in spirit and in truth. And we come bow down before you to bring our petition before you this morning. You said we could come boldly before the throne of grace and make our petition known unto you. This morning we come asking for forgiveness of all our sins, all our wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And Father, though our sins be as scarlet this day, we ask that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness and give us a clean heart today. And renew the right spirit within us. That, Father, we are able to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of our flesh. We ask it in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you for forgiving us. We thank you for putting our sins as far as the east is from the west. You put them in the sea of forgetfulness and never remember them again. And we're grateful unto you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We come this morning, Father, bringing every call and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast, ask today, oh God, that you would lead and guide them in the right path for your name's sake. And Father, because your name is on it, 
they're coming to good. You're leading and guiding them into something that is good. Father, no matter what they have to go through to get there. Because we understand this morning that this is a suffering way. You suffered and we'll suffer. Because what they did to you, they'll do to us. But we're grateful. We're thankful. We're appreciative. For we know no other way but your way. For your way is the right way. Holy is the way. Hallelujah. And we thank you this morning. Father, we bring our family and friends before you. Asking this morning that you would touch God, and that you would lead and guide and draw them unto you. Because, Father, if you don't draw, they can't come. Help us to forgive others that have done things to us this morning. Help us to truly forgive and let go. But, Lord, if we don't forgive, you can't forgive us. Help us today to be your people. Help us to be your children who act like our dad, who, who 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 have the ability to show that our DNA is in you. Father, we was born again of the water and the spirit, and we are yours. We come this morning asking that you touch and heal those that are sick. Father, you know what the problem is today. You know how to fix these old bodies. You made them. For your pleasure. And Lord, you know what to do for each of us that's ailing, going through. Lord, as we get older, we get aches and pains. But we know you're able to touch and heal. Give us spiritual energy and physical energy today in the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless those that are incarcerated. Bless the brother in there. God bless the sisters, those that are leading others to you and talking of your wondrous works and living a life that's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Do it today, O oh God. And those that are lost, help that the brethren can lead them so that you can draw in the name of Jesus. Bless those that are in every branch of the military, our military. God bless the administration of our military, the U.S. military, God, the U.S. administrations of the military in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask this morning that you would bless widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people everywhere, preachers, your preachers, oh God, that's making a difference in the lives of others. Lord, whatever they stand in the need of this morning, we ask that you will supply Oh, we thank you right now. Thank you, Jesus. And, Father, we ask that, Lord, you would bless our brothers and sisters everywhere. Move by your spirit for them. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. No matter what go on, Lord, we see that Israel is still standing, small but still standing. Hallelujah. Because we believe you lose to protecting angels, to stand watch, to shield and protect, to keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. And we ask, oh God, that you will continue to bless America and the leadership. Continue to bless this country. Lord, we're used to certain things. And we know you understand. But we also know your word says, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then will you hear from heaven 
forgive the sins and heal the land. We ask this morning, O oh God, that you would forgive us. Heal from heaven. Heal our land. America needs a great healing, O oh God. The minds of the people have mercy this morning, O oh God. Fix hearts and regulate minds in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now. We thank you, Lord. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here, O oh God. Move by your spirit for the sake of your people. Feed us until we want no more this morning. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we come bow down before you this morning, asking that you will supply every need. In the name of Jesus. Heal everybody. In the name of Jesus. Help us to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for hearing us. We thank you for answering because we know you heard the first time. Hallelujah. We don't have to continue to ask for these things. But, Lord, we're waiting on you. And we can't do anything until you come. Thank you for the patience to wait on you. Thank you for the mind to suffer for your cause. For your sake, oh God. Oh, we give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We can't thank you enough. Oh, we give you glory this morning. Hallelujah. Honor unto his majesty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to one more song of the morning. And we're coming back, and um, when we come back, we're coming back with encouraging words and announcements. And uh, I thought Sister Irene would be sleeping, <laughs> getting some sleep over there. <laughs> but I thank God I see that area code 614. God bless you, Sister. <laughs> Excuse me, Sister Irene. God bless you. I know you feel tired probably. Get some sleep if you can. Hallelujah.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God is getting us ready for that judgment day. And they're saying, you better be ready. Hallelujah. God has given us plenty of time to get it together, to get it right with him. I was <clears throat> sitting on the couch last night, and I was telling the Lord, Lord, tomorrow, if you wake me up, I want to spend the day with you. I want to get my study in. I want to get my prayer in. Yeah. Cut out movie watching, TV watching. Yeah. And just get it in with you. If I have to answer the phone and pray for somebody, that's fine. Yeah, if somebody need me to tell me something, that's fine. But I got to get it in today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're moving right along this morning. And I talked to the um, cookie dough people. And uh, they sent me to a, a website that was supposed to be for me. And I saw the orders. So I'm waiting on them to contact me back and tell me the date that they, they ship this stuff out. If I don't hear from them by noon, I'm calling them. Maybe call them earlier because I need to find out so I can give people an update on their cookie dough order. Yeah, thank God for each one who I purchased some cookie dough from me. And some people told me, well, don't worry about mine because as long as you get the proceeds off of it, I'm good. But no, that's not what they told me. If you ordered it, you're supposed to receive it. So we're going to work on that today uh, to see what's going on. The weekend came so fast. When I know anything, it's Friday morning. And uh, Sister Dot had sent me a message on Facebook, and I was like, weekend? And I looked at the calendar Friday. <laughs> Ooh, we, December the 19th. 2024. I said, look at this. This week went by real fast for me. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful unto the Lord. The weekend is here. And uh, tomorrow I pray that I get rest and then I get back in the word and, you know, pray some more and think of some things that God would have me to do. I also want to share this this morning. Tomorrow, um, I want to give out a Bible quiz, some Bible quizzes, I should say. And um, if you want to, you can go back and listen or you can write it down. Uh, what prompted Solomon to kill his older brother, Ananias? Remember him? Yeah. He asked Solomon to give him a wife. And uh, Solomon ended up killing him. What prompted Solomon to kill his brother, and the Niger. So we want to take a look at that. Look over in 1 Kings 2 and 23. That's one of the questions. The next one is, of whom was David speaking when he said, that love to me was wonderful, passing the love of a woman? Who was David talking to? Look over in 2 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 26. Yeah. Of whom was David speaking when he said that love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. Yeah, love of women. So take a look at that. I'm, I'm going to try to post these over on uh, Jesus in the Morning uh, group on Facebook. 
what caused Paul to first preach the gospel to the Galatians, the Galatians, uh, an infirmity. Uh, uh, Galatians, look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 13. I almost gave you the answer. Galatians chapter 4 and 13 will give you the answer to this, what caused Paul to first preach the gospel to the Galatians. Galatians. Galatians, y'all forgive me. Uh, the next one is how many times hotter than usual did Nebuchadnezzar order the furnace for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? How many times hotter did he order that? you find that in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 19. Uh, I have a few more, but I'm hoping to post them over on the Facebook group, Jesus in the Morning. So you can take a look over there and see if you can um, find these. And if tomorrow you want to share one of them, or two or three or four, however many you want to share, feel free to do that tomorrow. So I'll be working on that today as well to set those things up. Uh, we're looking for a guest, and uh, I'm waiting on another reply to come from him. But, you know, I tried that before to... Uh, bring a, a live guest each morning. And I believe the Lord stopped it. And every now and then, you know, I try to get somebody to come, but it's kind of not paying out so well. But this particular man, I'm thinking he'll be able to come and eventually Brother Jermaine will get in and uh, teach on faith one morning. So we thank God that all power is in his hand and that we're not making our own ways and walking in our own ways, but we're walking in him. And he's a spirit, so we must be spirit-led. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going in this morning with Bishop G.E. Patterson and the late Bishop Patterson. And uh, his message this morning is on prayer for healing. And if you know anything about God, you, you know him as a healer. Yeah, I can remember many times I would be sick from something I ate or my stomach just upset, my foot hurt, my head hurt, my ear is aching, something is going on because all of these signs of pain let you know something is uh, physically wrong with your body. And I can remember late and Doctor office closed, you you know, you you don't feel like getting up going nowhere. I prayed the prayer of faith. And God healed it. Lord stop this pain. God ease this bad feeling. Lord give me physical energy. I feel like I don't have any energy. Lord give me physical energy to get things done. Step right in. And gave me more energy than I could imagine. I remember days I would run from this place to that place to that place, come home, cook, clean, do whatever I got to do, answer the phone and do everything. So when I'm not feeling well, I pray. Now, if it's something I feel may be major, I call a doctor and make an appointment. But many times I'm calling them for other stuff, you know, not nothing medically wrong with me, but I may need some questions answered uh, about something I want. Yeah, I, I wanted a, a 
a brace for my knee. I called, they sent me over, they measured me and gave me a brace. So, you know, things like that. But something that's really hurting, hurting, no, I, I don't really have to bother them too much. I don't have to go in for appointments too often. Now, when you see me usually go for appointment, it's something that I'm following up on, and I go to take care of my feet because you only get one pair. I go to take care of my eyes. I'm only having one pair of those. My teeth, yeah, I go to, you know, take care of stuff like that. But physically, medically, I'm good. Got some problems now. Got some problems. But nothing I have to just live in the doctor's office for. And then checkups and things like that I may get. But I thank God for his healing power. We have not because we ask not. We got to ask God, believe in him. And I ask him, let him go. Now, some things he'll heal, some things he may not. Yeah, we have to wait on him. And whatever he decides to do, we tell him thank you. If he heal us this morning, thank you, Jesus. If not, we're still going through. But guess what? You're not going to go through in a way where it's real, real suffering too bad. Hallelujah. So I thank God for that. Okay. All right, Sister Dye. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you so much, Sister Dot. She said she spoke to someone named Mary yesterday, and uh, she had to explain to her that she couldn't get it done, so I had to do it for her, and I'm the sponsor. So she told her in a couple of days she'd get a tracking number. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting to hear something today, and if not, I'm calling them back. That's all back to Cookie Dough. <laughs> Fundraiser, yeah. So we thank God that he's able to heal us. Yeah, he's able to keep us blameless before the throne. He's able to give us more than we need. Yeah, whatever I need, I go to him in prayer. Uh-huh. I had been praying about money at one point. Lord, I need a few more dollars. When I know anything, he opened the door. I gave first. I gave. And after I began to give, he opened the door. And I'm always trying to give my time, you know, my service, my money, yeah, clothes, shoes, whatever I can give. He loves a cheerful giver. And I really want to be just that, a cheerful giver. When I give, it just makes me happy. Yeah. I look at homeless people sometimes, and then, you know, on... um. Facebook, they have these uh, TikTok uh, videos where people ask other people to help them to raise money. And they raise this money, and when they get the money, they go around and they help homeless people, you know, help people in dire straits. They may be in Walmart, and they asking somebody to help them first. Yeah. Can you help me with $2? I'm trying to buy this for my baby a pair of socks or whatever it be. And sometimes the person they ask, say, oh, yeah, I can help you. I've seen them ask homeless people for some change to catch, catch the bus. And the homeless man or woman said, well, all I have is 
seven cent or whatever they got. And he'd take that. And then in a few minutes, he'd give it back and say, I don't need that. I want to help you. I love watching those videos. I love watching people helping people. Because we had really and truly gotten way away from that because we were too afraid somebody was going to get something for free. I mean, for nothing. Because we felt like they come in to ask for stuff to buy drugs or alcohol. So people stopped giving. The church stopped really helping a lot. Um, unless they can then improve your in dire strait or something, you know, dire need. But we thank God this morning that there are still those of us that are willing to help. You know, we pray that people wake up and not want to take advantage of something. But if they don't need it, don't get it. Let someone who need it get it. Yeah, that's our prayer. Because there are people who are in dire need. And these other people, they don't need it. But they'll take it. They're greedy. I just feel like sometimes they just low down and dirty to keep somebody else from having it. I'll take it. I don't need it, but I'll take it. Now, those who take it and give it to somebody else who need it, okay, we understand. But just taking it so someone else can't have it, that's not right. So we pray that God touch the hearts of man and give us the spirit of cheerful giving. Yeah. I go down this street, it's called Blanding. And on the medium bed, they walk up and down it all day long with a little sign that says, I'm homeless, or I'm a bed, I'm in need, whatever it is. It's a small sign. Now, they used to have big signs, but here in this county, if they catch you giving to them, they would give you, I think it's a $150 ticket. So I said, okay, I'm not giving like that anymore. But if they're sitting off to the side somewhere, you know, and I can, I will, but I'm not just going to automatically break the law. God got to tell me, give them, and I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. Another thing here is housing. So many people need a place to live, and I don't understand because they have many buildings that they can turn into housing. But a lot of times I'm thinking, they don't have the money to pay for security because if you get housing for homeless people, it's all type of people in that population, veterans, and they should have their own thing. Everybody should be willing to take care of veterans, those who went to do what we could not, those who went to keep the country safe, but that's not how it is for them. They come back, don't have housing, don't have this, barely have medical, you know. Some of them come back with addictions, alcohol addictions, or drug addictions. Some of them come back with a lot of mental health issues. Yeah. So I think we should really take care of veterans. Uh-huh. And then you got people in there that, you know, they just slick. Some of them on drugs, but they're just slick people who refuse to pay bills. And some people feel, well, being homeless is the thing. Now, if I go out here, I'm going to get some help from somewhere. That's not the thing. The man don't work, don't eat. So we should be willing to work and take care of ourselves. 
Yeah, especially if we're able-bodied. If we're able-bodied, we should be working and taking care of ourselves. But many, we depend on our government. Yeah, we're not as long as the government giving us something, we're not going to get up and do nothing. Oh, well, they're going to give me $200 of the food stamps every month, so I'm not working. I'm going to make these food stamps work for me. Got people get many and sell the food stamps. Yeah, somebody could really use those to feed their family. Because if a person can pay you for food stamps, they could go to the grocery store. Yeah, spend that money in the grocery store. It won't be as much, but you do what you can and God will add to it. Because you're not trying to skim and scam nobody. Yeah. So we thank God this morning for the right mind. Being closed in our right mind. Our right mind tell us to do what's right. Don't cheat nobody out of nothing. I can remember going to the grocery store. The lady gave me too much money. Should I go back in here and give this money back? Yes, you should. Give it back. Because cashiers have to give an account of every penny in their draw. Yeah. So bank clerks, I can remember uh, being in Orlando, and I wanted to give out Thanksgiving baskets. Went to the bank, the cashier, $70 check, they gave me 700 Yeah. Went to take the money back, they said they couldn't. They would have to count every draw in there down. So they, he stopped and counted the draw down. The clerk I had gone through wasn't a, what wasn't a mistake made. I said, okay, if you find it, write me. Call me. Now, that was God. It wasn't me. And I went back to give it back, but they couldn't take it back. So I went on and bought food for Thanksgiving for family. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I was going to make that $70 stretch. If it wasn't for two people, I could help, you know. But God loves a cheerful giver, and he will bless you. I'm so thankful unto him this day. Hallelujah. Ah, he's a God of love. I thank him today, for God is love. Yes, he is. So, look, we're moving along this morning. We're going to one more uh, song of the morning, and uh, it's Friday, and I want to get some... Um, song requests in and uh, we're going to listen to Bishop G.E. Patterson and his message praying prayer for healing yeah prayer for healing and so again we're thankful so I'm going to find one give me a minute
Mr. Lionel Richie this morning. Jesus is love. I like that little number right there. All right, we're going in with Bishop G. Patterson and a prayer for healing. Hallelujah. And Lord, we do thank you for the privilege of coming into your throne room through our prayers and supplications. Thank you, Lord, that we are able to join in that chorus that in heaven when the angels are singing, holy, 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 in the earth your people are echoing, holy is the Lamb of God. As we worship you today, let sinners be convicted and converted. Let sick bodies be healed. Let the glory of our God be revealed. Satan, you have no place here. The Lord rebuke you. God turn you away. For the people of God will have victory. And knowing you like we do, we thank you in advance by everything that you are going to do in this place today. Hallelujah. 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 Yea, God, we praise your name. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, Lord, the, the remainder of this service is totally released into your hands that you will accomplish whatsoever the Spirit has designed and we'll say yes and we'll say yes and we'll say hey thank you glory to God be seated if you can Hallelujah. Praise your name. Praise your name. God bless you. Please be seated.
fighting it now but um, you don't you don't know what it is like to go through the valley and the shadow of death and be brought out on victory side. If you if you if you never if you've never been there you don't know what it's like. 
but somebody in here other than me can say, been there and done that. Y'all gonna have to help me preach. And the only way you're gonna be able to help me preach, y'all gotta stop messing with me now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, please take your seats if you can. for these next few minutes the Lord has given us a theme for this year and we have proclaimed this year 2006 as the year not of prayer but the year of answered prayer and I do believe with everything that is within me that many of the prayers that we have been praying and seemingly found no answer to that we are going to experience many answers to prayer during this year of 2006. A couple of weeks ago, I shared with you from the subject of how to have your prayers answered. And because I had not spoken in quite a while at the 745 worship and here at Temple of Deliverance, uh, 745 and 11 are actually two different congregations. Uh, you may end up seeing 
a handful of people at 11 who came at 745. But for the most part, uh, we are one church, but we are two congregations. And I shared that same message with them this morning. But as we continue in the trend of God answering prayer, we want to talk today about a prayer for healing. I'm finding that there are more people, saints, members even of Temple of Deliverance, Church of God in Christ. There are so many people who are sick with various diseases, illnesses, and infirmities. But I believe that the Lord, last Sunday was the 22nd. I thought about it many times prior to last Sunday, but it never crossed my mind. Last Sunday was January 22nd. I didn't think about it till Elder Norris Gray called the house after service to tell me happy anniversary because it was January 22nd, 1957, 49 years ago, that I preached my first sermon. Uh, so I have completed 49 years in the ministry and now entering my 50th year. And in all of that time, in all of that time, I have prayed for sick people. I have seen miracles right before my eyes. Deaf ears unstopped, blinded eyes open, lame people and strokes delivered. Uh, a lot of that seemingly happened under the tent. Of course, now God himself has to order me to go under the tent. I, I just don't <laughs> deal with tents anymore. But um, out of all of the experiences that I've had in praying for other folk, I never expected that I would personally have to go through the kinds of things that I have gone through within the last uh, uh, two years or so, maybe two and a quarter years. And to my surprise, God has used my own illness and healings as a means of strengthening the faith of not only the saints in this place, but uh, all across America and around the world, not only in the Church of God in Christ, but in various other organizations. I had the privilege of speaking with a young man who happens to be in our orchestra, and uh, he said to me just a couple of days ago that, Bishop, watching you and how you have reacted to the things that you have suffered have helped to strengthen my faith. 
And it's one thing to tell other folk that it doesn't matter what you're going through. If you can have it, God can heal it. And if you preach that and teach that when it happens to you, then you've got to be an example of what you preach. One of the surgeons that was not the main one that operated on me December 30th, but one of the doctors in his office uh, said to me that it would be about six months before I'd really be able to function normally. And um, 18 days later, I was in Detroit, Michigan, funeralizing Bishop Bogan. And I have found that if you preach the power of prayer, if you teach what faith in God can do, then you yourself must be a living and walking example of that faith that you teach. I said earlier that there are many people who have various illnesses, diseases, infirmities, and I'll just use right now words of a song that we used to sing that said, it is no secret to what God can do. I wish you'd turn to somebody and tell them what he's done for others. He can do the same thing for you. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's go to the general epistle of James. Now, you've got to go all the way back toward the back of your Bible now. If you want to go from Revelation backwards, you can find it easier that way. Come back through Jude and 3 John and 2 John and First uh, John, Peter, and then you'll get to James. And this particular passage of scripture we have used many times. And I hope you have your Bibles because right now I'm more in a teach-preach vein. I want you to read it for yourself and know what the Lord is saying. I've already given you my subject. It's a prayer for healing. So God bless you, ushers. We're going to start James chapter 5, and we're going to look at verse 13. Listen at the question that uh, James asks. And here's the beautiful thing about the Bible. Although I'm talking about a prayer for healing, we're going to come across some verses and some phrases that's going to deal with God's ability to rectify more than just physical healing. The first statement that we have here in James 5.13, 
it asks, is any among you afflicted? Now, most of the times when we use the word afflicted, we think that afflicted means the same thing as being sick. But look up the word afflict. And the word afflict means to cast down, to strike, to humble, to distress severely so as to cause continued suffering, to trouble, to injure. A lot of you are not sick and haven't been sick, but you certainly are afflicted. Some of you on your job, they're putting you down. In this day of, uh, you know, rap music, hip-hop, these rappers have words to their so-called music that deals with killing law enforcement officers, demeaning women, and some of you all are living in a marriage where you're constantly being afflicted, being put down. I'm not talking about you, whoever it is, think somebody's been telling me something. I'm just telling you what I know is going on in general. Some of you are in situations where you're so distressed, suffering continually, you are afflicted. And the answer to it is not getting somebody's prayer cloth or by law. It's not going to see that person who is supposed to be so gifted so they can give you a word. He says, if any afflicted among you, do what? Let him pray. Maybe you need to tell your, your neighbor sitting next to you, God allows some things to happen to make you pray. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, this, this is the day when they tell you all you got to do is get up in the morning and make a positive confession. Honey, let me tell you, there are times you're going to have to do more than just make a positive confession. You're going to have to turn your knees in the prayer bones, and you're going to have to pray. One day, I'm going to speak again about Paul's thorn in the flesh. Paul had something that kept him praying. He said, I went to the Lord about this thing three times, and the Lord finally told him, I'm not going to correct it. But you've got to understand, my grace is sufficient. Is any among you afflicted, let him pray. And then when those good times come, and you're happy, and you're merry, said, let him sing psalms. 
Then we come to verse 14. Is any sick among you? And, and that answer has to be yes. There are people who are physically sick, others who are emotionally, mentally sick. Some are sick in their spirit, and some are just sick and tired. <laughs> But he gives you a different answer here. Is any sick among you, do what? Let him call for the elders of the church. Now, now understand this. The word elders in scripture originated from those who were heads among certain tribes in Israel. This was talking about those who were senior in age. And those persons who were senior in age had the responsibility of passing down to the younger their experiences and their knowledge of Israel's God. But then there is also in the New Testament the reference for those who claim a call within the gospel ministry who are ordained as elders. But I believe that this passage is really referring to either category, either that person who is a senior who is old enough to know what God can do, or that person who has been formally ordained into the ministry. Uh, I think that it's good. You can use an ordained elder, uh, but if it's not an ordained elder, I think you can get uh, a senior brother or a senior mother and call for them. Call for whoever is available and let them pray over that sick individual. Now, now this is very important. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil, in the name of the Lord. Now, there, there are a lot of things that uh, I must confess that in my younger days as a preacher, I spent a lot of time doing that I don't do as much of now. I, I had more energy then. My focus was a little bit different. And practically every Tuesday night when we were still at Holy Temple on Wilson Street, Tuesday night was night of deliverance and hardly a Tuesday night passed when I did not anoint the saints with oil and many times give out those little bottles of oil. And people who came to those services or that joined our church, they had to be prepared for the critics on their job because the people loved to tell, oh, you go down there where that man grease you all up with all of that oil. And when you think about it, anoint means to rub, pour, or smear on. doesn't have anything to do with drinking or taking internally. It has to do with applying to the exterior. Now, what can oil being rubbed on your head do when you're suffering with some terrible internal disease? The truth of the matter is there is no power in the oil. But the next verse is what tells you. It says, 
anoint with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer. See, whenever you've got that and, you know, you're connecting something. When you get to but, that means you've gone another way. But it says when you're anointed with oil and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Well, what is the prayer of faith? The prayer of faith is the prayer of obedience. There's no power in the oil, but you are healed as a result of being anointed with oil because, first of all, the person doing the anointing is obeying God and the person who submits to being anointed is also obeying God. And the Lord knows that to the world, the unconverted world, that is foolish. So you got to remember that it pleased God through the foolishness of preaching. The things that we are motivated by and the way God moves in the midst of his saints is something that the world can't understand. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, unless you're born again, you can't see this. You can't understand it. And the things of God are not to be understood. But when you obey, when you exercise faith, see, if you really deal with James, and, and, and it took me a while to understand James, because Paul was one always talking about, you know, faith. Uh, not of works, lest any man should boast. Then you turn to James, and James said, well, you said that you've got faith and have no works, but I'll show you my faith by my works. He's not really talking about works of individual righteousness, but what he's really talking about when he says, I'll show you my faith by my works, he's talking about acting on what you believe because he comes right out of that and talks about Abraham and he believed God and because he believed God he offered his son now God didn't take him but he offered him hello somebody you can say all day what you believe but your belief isn't faith until you act you can be sitting there right now with sickness in your body and the Spirit of God at a certain point may tell you to just get up and go around this church praising God. You hear it in your spirit, but you sit there, they'll think something wrong with me. You believed, but you didn't turn your belief in the faith because you didn't do. Y'all didn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> belief becomes faith when you act. Hello, somebody. And usually the things that God charges us to do are things that will look foolish to the world. But we're going to have to learn to stop trying to please an unbelieving world and learn how to please God. Said so the prayer of faith, which is really the prayer of obedience, shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and this is one of those things that the devil will really do to you. The devil will tell you, I know all that's in the Bible, but God's not going to heal you because you know what you did last week. <laughs> He's not going to deliver you because you did something. That, 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 that's, that's some sin that you've committed. But James said, let me take that away. 
Yeah, you got some sin you need to repent of, but he says the fact that you've committed sin isn't going to stop God from doing what he wants to do. He says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Are y'all looking at verse 15? And the Lord shall raise him up. I, I, bet, I better stop there for a minute. You all that go to the hospital, quit trying to pull folk out of the bed. It's not your job to raise them up. It's only your job to pray and anoint them with oil and let God do the raising up. Some of y'all get through visiting the sick and the doctors and the nurses. Don't nobody want you back in that hospital. <laughs> the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Uh-oh, I got a few of them looks. I'm sorry, just got to tell you like it is. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed sin, they shall be forgiven. I'm glad that I serve a God who forgives. He, he, he's not like man. So many people now, you look at them and, and you know, Something happened 15 years ago. And you still sitting there with your eyes crossed. And the other person is shouting and praising God and going on that merry way. And you're up here holding a grudge that's so severe until when you comb your head, the hair comes out in the comb. Get in the bed trying to go to sleep. Feel like something crawling all over you. I mean, nerves bad. Cough of stuff you're holding. The Word of God tells you that when you pray, if you have ought against any, meaning if you got anything against anybody, forgive. Because if you don't forgive them, Jesus is talking now. He said if you don't forgive them, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. As long as you're holding anything against anybody, God's got something against you. If they've committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Then it says, confess your faults one to another. Now, don't take that too far. That's not saying tell somebody your most innermost secrets. Well, I thought that for sure she'd keep it. If you couldn't keep it and it's yours, you know they're not going to keep it. That confess your faults really means you know, confess that that is an area where you need some prayerful support. In other words, you know, pray for me. I've got a, a serious health problem. Uh, uh, pray for me. Uh, you know, I'm in need of a, of a real financial miracle. Uh, you know, pray for me. I've got some problems in my family. That, that's a weak area. Don't go too far. Don't tell anybody too much. Now, this may not make you shout, 
but it'll help you to live if you listen to it. Confess your faults one to another and what? Pray one for another. In other words, don't, don't, don't try to make everybody believe I got it made and everything is all right and, you know, I'm on victory's side. I don't have a pain in my body. Don't, don't have no financial need. I don't, everything is fine. No, admit. Song that we have on, on our new uh, CD on, uh, you know, uh, singing the old time way. The second one that's, you know, just in the process of being released. Uh, that second song on there said, pray for me while time is going well with you. Pray for me that the Lord will carry me through. In other words, if time is going well with you and time may be rough with me, the time will come when things will be going well with me and they'll be rough for you. So it simply means that we both confess that there is a weakness and that there is a need for God. So that was another old song we used to sing. Uh, you pray for me and I pray for you. I know the Lord will answer prayer. So he says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another. Why? That ye may be healed. No need lying there on the bed. Talking about, well, you know, God know I'm here. And if he want to heal me, he'll raise me up. I had people praying for me for so long, but my mind was focused in another direction. And God didn't start to move in my life until I decided that I wasn't ready to leave here. And then I joined in the folk. They were already praying for me, but I wasn't praying for myself. My wife got angry with me because I wouldn't pray for myself. I wouldn't pray for myself because I was ready to leave here. And one day I decided I'll make too many folk happy if I leave here. <laughs> so, so I'm going to join with those who are trying to help me stay here. Yeah. You got to get to that point. Hallelujah. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. And then he comes to something else. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, now let's look at this word effectual. The word effectual means producing or able to produce a desired effect. In other words, when you're praying, you're not just generalizing, but there is a certain area. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. Where you want God to do something in that particular area. Well, let's listen to what Jesus said in Mark 11:23. Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. 
In other words, you don't want to pray and say, Lord, you know, I got a job and it's way out east, uh, way down south, and I don't have no transportation, so uh, I'm praying for you to make a way for me to get to my job. That ain't what you mean. Your way may be somebody else that lives, you know, near you and work in that same area, and you got to wait on them. And one time they'll get you there 30 minutes early, next time 30 minutes late. What you really want to tell God is, Lord, I want you to give me a dependable car. Yeah, that, that's what you really want. You got to learn how to pray specific prayers. If you're going to pray an effectual prayer, there is a certain effect that you want to take place. So you got to be specific with God. You got to quit generalizing. Any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. You don't mean that. There's a certain way you want God to bless you. You don't want God to just bless you with a car. A car may be a smoke mobile. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man, and that means woman as well, availeth much. Uh, well, then let me look at this. Effectual producing or able to produce a desired effect. But then you got the word fervent. You got two words here. One is effectual, the other one is fervent. What does it mean for a prayer to be fervent? Fervent comes from a word that literally means to boil, glow, or burn. <laughs> fervent means very hot. Marked by great warmth of feeling. Oh, I, I know we live in a day now when there ain't supposed to be no feeling involved in your religion. So what you basically hear now, you hear those little quiet prayers. And Father, do so and so and so, and we'll praise your name. There ain't nothing fervent about that. A fervent prayer. Sometimes you find yourself crying before God. When David prayed fervently, he said, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Well, you see, I'm not emotional. All I got to do is follow you to the basketball game. You're emotional about everything except seeking the face of God. And God is not going to let you use and burn all your energy in stuff of this world and then come before him with that little quiet, well, I, I want to ask your Heavenly Father if you would just do so-and-so and so, and I'll praise you now and forever. Amen. You better learn how to pray fervently. You better learn how to let that thing boil, let it glow, let it burn. Let it become a very hot prayer. God, I need you. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed to tell you how much I need you. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Fervent and effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And then he uses an example, and I'm going to soon be finished. He tells me about 
Elijah, who here in verse 17 is called Elias. He was a man subject to like passions as we are. My God, you go back in the first Kings, you'll think that Elijah was some kind of a mystic. You'd think he is somebody that, that, that God dropped out of heaven because you don't know nothing about him. He appears on the scene of time without even having a birth certificate. Nobody knew who his father was. Nobody knew who his mother was. But at a time when Ahab and Jezebel had taken Israel into such depths of idolatry, God had to bring in a special man for a special time. Reached over behind the mountain and he brings out one by the name of Elijah. Nobody knew who he was. But he walked in before Ahab and said, As I live, said God, there shall not be dew nor rain falling on the ground. But according to my word, takes an invisible key and locks up to heaven, goes down to the brook Kirith, drinking water out of the brook and being fed by a raven two times a day. Didn't anybody know who he was? Finally, at the end of the famine, he goes up on the mount and calls down fire from heaven. And then when he gets ready to leave, he steps on a heaven-bound chariot and goes up in a blaze of glory. Oh, somebody said, yeah, he just walked into Ahab and said, it's not going to rain, do not going to fall, but according to my words. And he just spoke the word. But see, you got to read James. James said he was a man subject to like passion as we are. He was a man with the same emotions as you and me. But he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. He walked in and told Ahab it's not going to happen. But when he got through talking to Ahab, he went out, put his head between his knees, and said, God, I spoke the word. Now, Lord, bring it to pass. It's all right to get up and make your positive confession, but when you get through confessing, you better go somewhere and pray. Hallelujah, because the God that I serve, he didn't say he was going to answer your confession without prayer, but he did tell you that if you pray, good God from on high, whatever you need, whatever you ask of him in prayer, believe him, and you shall receive. Well, I'm going to have to close. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Prayed again, and the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth her fruit. Hmm. But as I close, I just want to tell you that God does answer prayer. And when you pray even for healing, that healing becomes a reality. If you don't believe it, you can read this when you get home. The 38th chapter of the book of Isaiah introduces me to a king by the name of Hezekiah. One day Isaiah the prophet went by to give him a word from the Lord. And I want you to know God said, set your house in order. I'm not talking about sweeping the living room, but I mean write your will. Determine who you want to succeed you as king. Do all of those things that a man will do when he knows he's getting ready to die. You've got to die. 
and you can't live. And then Isaiah walked out. But when he walked out, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Lord, you know how I've walked up rightly before you with a perfect heart. And I just want you to know that I'm not ready to leave here yet. And while he was praying, the prayer went up the wall and it went into the atmosphere and it kept on through the stratosphere and through the troposphere and the ionosphere. It went on in the interplanetary space and it went into the throne room of heaven and knocked on the throne of God. And God spoke to Isaiah, said, go back, tell him I've heard his prayer. Go back, tell him I've given him 15 more years. I want him to know that all he's got to do is put a lump of figs on the boil. And in three days, he can go up to the house of the Lord. Yeah, I serve a God that it doesn't matter what you have. If you have it, I heard him say he can heal it. I know, man. Does anybody in here know him today? I know, man. I know, man, that can heal both soul and body. I know, man, that can heal all manner of disease. Do you know him? What's his name? Jesus. He is the healer. He is the miracle man. Give it to him. I don't care what the doctor said. Give it to him. He'll heal you. He'll deliver you. He'll set you free. He'll raise you up. Hey, 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 hey. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 You ought to tell somebody, whatever disease is in your body, I'm agreeing with you that this is your day of healing. Turn to somebody else. Tell them I command you to be healed, be delivered, and be set free. Oh! Oh! Oh!
hallelujah, hallelujah, Bishop G.E. Patterson this morning, and prayer for healing. Hallelujah. I'm with Bishop when he's right, because I believe in crying out to the Lord. Yeah, I learned that too from David. David said he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord heard his cry. I never was one to be cute in church. You know, I got to just be so you know, cute, I, I can barely say anything because I'm just, you know, I, I'm dressed up and whatever. But I've learned over the years, open your mouth. You're in the house of the Lord. Tell him what you need. He's right here right now, and he's on the main line. Men in the morning is right here on Jesus in the morning. When I felt the spirit of the Lord moving, hey, right then and there, I told him what I wanted. Hallelujah. Because I knew he was here right then. Why wait? What you're holding back on the praise for? How is it you can't thank God for what he has already done for you? Great and mighty things, and you're going to sit back on him? You're going to yet do what you want to do? Uh-uh. No, no, no. He kept me when I know I was supposed to be dead and gone. He kept me. I could not keep myself. No way, no way I could keep myself. Only he could. So I have to act a, 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 a pure donkey. Yeah. When I go in the house, I give him praise. I give him glory. I give him honor. Yeah, when the word comes forth, I'm loud. I'm loud. Yeah. I'm yelling at the preacher. <laughs> yeah, I'm that kind. Yeah, I'm noisy. You heard him talk about noisy people. Uh, sometimes people move from by you because you're too noisy. Because you've given God your all right there in his house. He, he's been good to you. What the preacher said, you can testify to it. You can witness to it. You can agree to it. You can't hold that back. We give God our all. I heard Bishop say, then you go to the basketball game. <laughs> you got more energy than you need at the basketball game because you're screaming at your team, at your favorite player. Or when you go to the football game, you're wide open. I don't go to those type games, but I do go to church. <laughs> and when I'm in that building, I'm, I'm, I'm something serious. Yes, I am. Yeah. Many times I, I, I yelled out and looked up Bishop. <laughs> Bishop had his hands up in the air. I meant it from my heart. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it for Bishop and the people in there. I meant it from my heart unto Almighty God who have all the power. Mm -hmm. Because I want him to know, Lord, I honor you. I honor you before the world. I thank you. I realize and remember what you've done for me. I'm yet here because of you. I'm yet here enjoying this life, this good godly life, this good Christian life, this good life of a believer because of you. You could have let me went on when I was in my sins, when I didn't know no better, when I was confused, when I thought it was this, when it was that. You could have let me went on then, Lord. But God, you saved me for such a time as this. You waited. I remember Jesus went to the wedding and he, he turned the water into wine and they said, most times they give the uh, bad wine they give the uh, the good wine first, wasn't it? 
No, I thought it was the bad wine first and they saved the best for last. Okay, but anyway, oh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. I'm talking to Shantae, y'all. Anyway, um, that's what he did for me. In my younger years, I wasn't about nothing in my book. Because if you ain't got God, how could I be about something other than my flesh? But in my older years, see, he said the best for last. Ha! In my older years, I'm closed in my right mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. In my older years, I know him for myself. In my older years, I know prayer will fix it every time, over and over again. In my older years, I know his word holds true. I don't know what I was thinking in my younger years, but in these years right here that he has blessed me, day by day, hallelujah, week by week, month by month, year by year, I have learned. Yeah, he didn't have to do it, but he did. He didn't have to save me. He didn't have to sanctify me. He didn't have to fill me with his spirit. He didn't have to keep me. From 93 to 2024, he did not have to, but he did. He didn't have to love the world and gave his only begotten son. He didn't have to do it, but he did it. And I'm like the songwriter this morning. Oh, and I'm glad. I'm so glad he did. Yeah. I don't know why Jesus, he loves me in that early morning voice. I don't know why he cares. Hallelujah. I don't know why he sacrificed his life. Hey, but I'm glad. Mm, so glad he did. And I do know why he sacrificed his life because he loved me. He love us. Hallelujah. So the love got him to sacrifice his life for us. And he wanted to please the Father. So it pleased the Father to make a sacrifice for the sake of his people. Amen goes right there. Amen goes right there. Hallelujah. So when I go before him, it, it, it depends sometimes on what I'm going before and for. And especially if I'm going before and for others, uh, somebody called me and say they diagnosed me with cancer. Oh, I'm going in. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about the screaming and the hollering and the yelling because you're going to hear. Because, Lord, I need you, if it be your will, to turn that around. I don't want to pray against your will, God. Only if it's your will, I need you to heal them because you know what's best for us. Yeah, Lord, they say the baby died. God raised the baby up and made the baby a vessel unto you. That even in their older years, they will remember that the parents and different people told them how you heal their body. You see? (laughs) Yeah, we got some stuff to pray for. We got some stuff to cry out to the Lord for. Not just for the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. No, not for the bins. Not 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 just by what they did to you on the job. Because that too shall pass. Take my word for it. It's going to go away. But I'm crying out to the Lord for others. I'm crying out to him that I will be his vessel. 
and I will do the things that's pleasing only and acceptable unto him. I'm not in my flesh. I'm not trying to please my flesh. And let me tell y'all something. When you give up to the Lord, he'll come in. I used to pray for some things, and I learned to give it up. He heard me the first time. And when I tell you, every time I turn around, God is blessing me. Oh, look at here, look at here. I gave it up. I no longer have to be concerned about the natural things in this life. It's best I be more concerned about spiritual things. The people of God, other ministries. Yeah, sick. Some people shut in, they can't get out. They can no longer walk like they used to. Yeah, the, the longer they live, the weaker they get. So now where they could do a little, little something, they're not doing nothing because they can't no more. They need help now every step of the way. Yeah, so I'm praying for these people, homeless people. Yeah, that are homeless, not due to their own fault. Children, the elderly, those that are in the military, Israel, Jerusalem, come on now. It's much to pray for. We have brothers and sisters overseas that are suffering, and you over here praying for a car. You, you, he gave you a car, but that's not good enough. Now, well, Lord, you gave me a three hundred, but God, see now, I, I, I just need the Escalade. I'm not praying for no Escalade when them people over there suffering. I can pray for them. Mhm. They can't mention his name out loud. They can't pray out loud. They can't mention the word Holy Bible, King James. NIB. They can't mention any of that. And when we turn loose and begin to pray and seek God for others, guess what he do for us? Baby, he opened doors. He, I saw you, buddy. I saw you down there. Good morning, sir. God bless you. Yeah. So we got stuff to pray for. I'm not just going to pray for me and mine. I'm going to pray for you and yours, too. Mm-hmm. One person said, oh, yeah, I be in on that morning prayer. And what I used to have, I don't have that no more. I used to have anxiety. I don't have that no more. When you was praying for healing, I told God about mine. I don't have anxiety like that no more. Yeah. See, because God heal minds. He heal hearts. He'll renew your mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody tell me, oh, depression is real. You don't understand. Well, if you're keeping your mind on things that'll keep you there, mm-hmm. But if you keep your mind on him, he said it. I didn't. He said he would keep you in perfect peace. What, what you troubled over? What you worrying about? What you concerned about? Something that you cannot change, only God can give it up. Hey, glory. Ayasha. Hey, thank you. Ah, oh, thank you, Lord. Hey, glory. He did it for me. Yeah, I'm sitting around thinking about money. Yeah, I'm in Alabama thinking about money and wherever I go, money, money, money. He came in and let me know. You got to worry about money. I supply. 
You need it, I'm giving it. If you want it, I'm your shepherd. You don't have to want it. But while you're sitting around, want to be with your mind on it and where you're going to get it from and you don't know no way to get it, you can let that go. Come unto me. You're burdened right there in heaven, ladies. I'm about to give you rest if you'll come on. Take your mind off of that and put it on this. Look, I got up because I didn't have no energy. I got up, and once I made a step, I got energy, plenty of it. When I know anything, I was downtown Birmingham at the library helping somebody. And guess what? They paid me. He's a way maker. He, he wasn't going to drop thousands out the sky to me, but he blessed me that I had a way to make thousands. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had people calling me for other stuff. Hey, can you fill this paperwork out for me? I don't know what's going on these four lines. And I got you. And I didn't put a price on nothing. I filled the paperwork out. And they said, oh, this is wonderful. Send it in. It gave me $100. Send it in when the results came. Oh, them was the best results. I thought I was going to get this. I got that. Why? I let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. I got up. I put my mind on him. Yeah, went on to church, went on the Bible study. Excuse me. And most times we would begin to study the Bible. Now, now I know some people say, oh, that's just some, they were just emotional people. Look here, honey, God was in the place. I'm here to tell you. We would begin to study the Bible. And Bishop would say something, would read a passage, and you could hear people all the way in the back screaming, being set free over him reading a passage of Scripture. What nobody planned. We need, all of us was poor. We needed God. When I sold out completely unto him, I thought I was, back in the day, they had a movie called Superfly, and that's what we used to say, oh, you Superfly. When I sold out to him, what I thought I had before I came to God, you know, the the, the, the fans that had, uh-uh, couldn't compare. I didn't pay as much money, but honey, you talking about God put some outfits together, made me look good. I remember I had a navy blue suit. Oh, my goodness. And I had cream-colored pearls and cream-colored, no, navy blue, navy blue, blue slings. Had the Vicky Winans half cut back during the day. Look, let me tell y'all something. God did it. I'm not taking no credit because I didn't do it. He did it. All kind of shoes, uh, 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 different colors. You want something, sell out to the Lord. Stop trying to make your own way. Well, I'm going to go get me another job, and that way I can buy as much thin as I want. You ain't got to do all of that. Keep your mind on him and obey him. Trust him. Ask him what he would have you to do and do it. When you know that you got a closet full of all, you won't even want that stuff. I told you they give me name brand persons all the time. I, I give them away. I, I, I'm not in all that. I don't need that to survive. But now I need Acts 2 and 38. Watch yourself, Barbara. 
I need John 3 and 16. I need James chapter 1, verses 5. Yeah, I, I need these things in my life. <laughs> I need Psalms 1. Woo, Psalms 27. Watch yourself, Barbara. That's what I need in my life, a formula that's going to help me to keep my mind on him. One sister told me, say, I'm going to give you this Dolce Cabana. <laughs> it was green and white and beautiful. I said, oh, this is so pretty. She said, I picked this out just for you. There's not another one. Please don't give this away. I said, okay, guess what? Soon as somebody came to the house, you know, because people would come from out of town just to see me. And when they come from out of town, I give them a gift of some kind. Gave that Dolce Cabana away. And she knew it. She knew it. <laughs> I'm not giving no more purses like that because special made, she said, because you give them away. Whatever, sister. You knew when you gave it to them, I wasn't keeping no foolishness. Because I'm not, they said dress for success. I don't have to dress for success. I have a successful father, a successful God that have all power. So any way I really want to look, he's able to bless me to look that way. If I want to be bendy head to toe, I can, he don't have no problem because he know I'm not going to be out there with the fashion thing. This was make me feel good. This is what I like. I could care less what the world think about it. Because there may be some loafers and jeans and a dress shirt. The world may not like that. Oh, no, where is she going? Anywhere I want to. And I feel real good wearing it like this because it's what I want. He is that kind of God, but we must sell out to him. That's like you. As long as the phone company providing you the right phone service that you want, you're going to keep going back. You're paying that bill every month. As long as your electric company is supplying electricity in your house everywhere that you want it in your house, you're going to continue to pay that electric bill. The minute the phone company can't deliver no more. You, you, you got to go. Mm-mm, I can't be with them no more. They're not giving me nothing. Yeah, I, I don't have no uh, smart. I got a smartphone, but because I don't have what it take on the smartphone to make it work, I, I, I don't need a service that can supply. But see, we serve a God that can supply. Every now and then, you'll hear me talk somewhat what they call prosperity, and that's not what it is. It's having because you ask for it. That's what it is. Because we're not seeking God over here for stuff and things. <laughs> hey, we're seeking him for a higher height and a deeper depth in him. We're seeking him to help us to prepare for his return because he's coming back for us, and we want to be ready when he calls our name. But we know we should know we can have what we want. How many acres you said you wanted? And what you going to do with it? What's your motive behind what you want? Because he that gave me 100 acres, everybody that's faithful few was on. 
Somebody said, well, if you'd have gave it to me, I'd have sold it to a church. Okay. I couldn't live in it. Look here. Somebody would have came because it would have been mortgage-free. The only thing you was paying for is what you put on it, what you wanted. I wasn't going to pay for what you want now. But you told the contract exactly what you want. And you was paying for what you wanted. You didn't have to worry about your taxes. We was going to automatically do that. It came with the deal. Having our own stores and everything. That's what I believe in. But the people can't get right. And if they do, they're, going, they're not going to get right. If they get together, they're going to mess up. I, I think back to the they was building the Tower of Babel. Remember that? And God looked and said, these people trying to come on up to heaven? He confused the language. Because if he give us, we're going to do too much. I see it every day. We, we, we're going to do too much. But whatever you want, ask God for it today. Believe in that he'll do it. Check yourself. Take yourself inventory. And if you find anything that you think is holding you back, get rid of it. I don't care if it's Big John. Big John, you got to go, sugar. We ain't married and you ain't planning on marrying me. I can't live like this in fornication no more. I got to serve God. Because Big John ain't over there buying you no Cindy either. He ain't buying you no Cadillac. Mm -mm. He did not buy your beans, but God will. And then guess what? God is able to give you a husband that love you for you. Can't get enough of you. And he's willing to help you to walk upright before God, the both of you together. Big John can't do it. I got time for that. I'm seeking after the things of God, what pleases him, not Barbara. I done been pleased out there in the world fooling around with foolishness. Don't you know it's fun and sinning? You think I was out there doing all that because it wasn't no good, you know, no fun in it? You know I love to laugh. I was out there acting a whole fool. And that's all I wanted to be around is people that made me laugh. And I, I knew some that would make me cry. But it wasn't right. And the laughter wasn't about the right thing. God brought me out. All these men I'm dealing with, not one made me really happy. Not like Jesus. Let me take it there for you. When I wake up in the morning, I, I didn't have no need to be considered of nothing but God. Who never forced himself on me. Who never said this to me. You coming? Come on now, I'm waiting on you. I don't feel like coming, but I couldn't say that. I had to go. I put myself in that position. But the day I don't have to be there, all I got to do is wake up in the morning and tell him thank you. Wake up in the morning and do what I know that's right. Wake up and pray the prayer of faith. Come on and do what he said do for the day. And I'm good to go. Nothing against married people. Y'all stay married, stay prayed up, stay loving each other. Keep God first in your marriage. God honor marriage. He put it together. 
Yeah, it's nothing against marriage, but I'm in ministry, and I love it, and I'm enjoying it. Oh, yes, I am. I, I am enjoying it in my older years. I didn't have this when I was younger. I didn't know God in the way that I know him now. I can't turn him loose now. I can't give up now. I got to hold on to him. He's all I got. He's all I need. I'm telling you, he's a supplier. Whoa! Look at him. I'm you don't know. I, I, I'm talking about out the clear blue sky. Your mind is not on none of this. And he'll show up with it. I've never seen him move so quick. Let, let me share this a little bit with you. And, and, and then we're going to go to one more song. And the studio is open. Listen, on Tuesday, I looked at something and I had spent some money. And I said, wow, because I wasn't focused. Well, I got a phone call. My brother called me because I always order his NB shoes. I think that's the name of some kind of special shoe he likes. Huh? New Balance. Okay. And he like them with some kind of thing, art thing or whatever it is. But I know what it is because I've ordered them for him from, you know, before. And then he paid me the money back. Called me Tuesday and told me your order my shoes. I'm just going to give you $100 and, you know, after you pay for the shoes, you can find out how much they are. I said $63. He said, all right. You, you can just have whatever left out the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> they never moved this quick before. I ordered them shoes on uh, Tuesday, Thursday they was here. So I went over and, and took my brother his shoes. He came out with a Chris $100 beer and gave it to me. That fixed the where I had spent the money. That fixed that back right. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about now, that was just just like that. So I'm telling you, and, and when we pray, he hear us the very first time you pray that prayer. He heard you. And I've learned not to keep praying the same prayer, but begin to thank him because he heard it the first time. And if I have some patience to wait on reason to fix it. I'm about to run in here. And when he fix it, nobody can unfix it. I heard what they told you. you they can't do it for you. I heard them say your credit not good enough to buy the house, to buy the car. I, I, I saw you didn't have money to make the ends meet. But guess what? I said he's a supplier. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. He stretches things. He can multiply. I want you to understand me this morning because I'm seeing some blessings falling down. He extends things. He stretches it. He make it more than it is. If he took a $70 check and turned it into 700 what can he do for you? Oh, but you don't understand I need 20000 If you need 200000 with him, nothing is impossible. He will put somebody, you on somebody's mind who is willing to give you not just 200, but 500,000. Don't tell me what he won't do. What, what is it you believe in God for? Because he gave me all I'm believing him for. All I believe him for, I'm getting. I can't wait to come and tell you what color. 
that truck is going to be. I can't wait to tell you. Because I'm just waiting. He heard me the first time. So I don't have to keep going back to him. Now I just got to tell him thank you for the truck, like the new truck. God, I thank you for no payment. I thank you for a lifetime warranty on it. Yeah, I'm thanking him for what I want. With him, nothing is impossible. I've seen him do the impossible. And I want you to be encouraged in this 2024 January. Before you get to February, I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to walk in goodness. I want you to walk in faith. Walk in trusting God. Walk in knowing that he is. And if it looks like it's failing, I want you to begin to praise God. Because that's a trick of the enemy. That's a trick of the enemy to make you think God is not going to do it. You're not going to get it. You're healing. Huh? Your house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Whatever it is. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Working your ministry. Working your business. The devil will try to make you think you're failing. And in a way, I hope you fail so God can come in. Because he never fails. He's more than we need. He's more than we need. If you fail, he's going to win. If you fail, he's going to do it. Because many times we ride here trying to do too much. We're trying to take God's job. We're trying to be the Lord and master to us. Can't do it. You can't even wake yourself up in the morning. I'm telling you the truth today. What he's pleased with. He want to do big things for you in 2024. I don't care what's coming our way. God want to move for you now. He wants you to have it. He wants you to have some acres. Brother D, I need you to watch yourself. I've seen some property coming up for you. Uh-huh. I've seen some acres coming up for you, Brother D. When you think on this, hey, I want you to tell God thank you. Lift them hands and begin to praise him. Because he's not nowhere near through blessing you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for what you're doing for your people. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, I bless your name today, God. Hallelujah. There's none like him. But we got to let us go and let God do what he's got to do for us. In us, through us, and for us. He didn't send you here. You can't come here and God is not for you. I know you don't see what I see. And I know you don't know what I know. And I don't want nobody to feel, oh, she arrogant over there. Oh, she thinks she the only one. No, that's not what I think. What I know is if God sent you this way, you are something special to him. Now, that I know. <laughs> hey, glory, hallelujah. If you can hear the sound of my voice, you are something special unto Almighty God. And you might say everybody else is too. Say what you want. But you are one of a kind special unto him. And you keep coming back. <laughs> That's not by accident. That's because he keeps sending you back. Because he's got great things for you. Oh, look at here. Look at here. And I tell you, when we pray on one accord, yeah, he going to do it. 
Put your prayer in. Put your, put your request in. Make your request known unto God. Woo! Have some patience now. Little patience to wait on him because he's truly coming. With more than you need. More than. More than you need. They say you wouldn't have it. They say you wouldn't get it. They say you wouldn't do nothing. They said you weren't about nothing. But when God gets through, <laughs> he make liars ashamed. I'm telling you the truth. They were calling me a holy roller and all kind of stuff. Ooh, and I appreciated it. Yes, I did. I can't help it now. Ooh, I was so happy. Talk about me much as you please. More you talk on me than I told the Lord, I said, Lord, show them why I love you. Just show them, God, why I love you. They couldn't see the spiritual aspect, but he had grew me in the spirit. Huh? I was walking around there not with them same thoughts I used to have. He had grooming, no more sheets. I wasn't walking around during the day with what man I was going to sleep with at night. Uh-uh, that wasn't on my mind. What was on my mind is I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I can remember this scripture. I can remember what book the scripture was in. That's what I'm talking I, I was growing spiritual, but people couldn't see that. So he showed them what they could see. He gave me the brand new car. No job, no money. I want to share this. And no driver's license. Okay, dear Barbara. <laughs> Let them know about it then. Huh? He showed them. She's not around here playing and, and, and talking about me all the time because uh, that's all she got to do. She's doing it because I'm her life. Her life is hid in me. And she wants y'all to be blessed. And she's praying for y'all. So I'm going to show you. If you delight yourself in me, what I give you. If you seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, I want to show you what will be added unto you. Hallelujah. I feel all right right now. <laughs> Amen. goes right there this morning. I didn't even know I was coming this way today. Yeah, I was trying to get something else together to put over here and not say nothing. Because Bishop done helped me over here. <laughs> Bishop done showed up and he out of got mine. Hallelujah. But he had something for you. Had something for you today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Lift your hands and tell him thank you, please. Wherever you're at, if you can't lift your hands, just tell him in your heart, God, I thank you for January the 19th, 2024. What you doing for me, God? I thank you for what you're doing for me. Whatever come to your mind. Oh, that may be what he's doing right now. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Lord, we thank you today for all you've given unto us. Father, I ask that it would manifest quickly unto your people, that God, they can see, they can see what you've done, not only spiritually, but naturally. Let the money flow unto them, God. Money makes us happy. It makes us glad. Let it flow today. For these faithful few, in the name of Jesus, do it for your glory. And Lord, bless us to come out and tell it all. 
Bless us to talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. In the name of Jesus, somebody need to see their blessing, God. And no, it wasn't them, but it was you that did it for them. Somebody need to see that today. That's around these, your people. It would encourage others. Father, we ask that you would bless Apostle Boatwright today. Lord, every dime that she has sown, I ask that you would multiply it back to her a hundredfold. Father, I ask that you would lead and guide this woman in the right path for your name's sake. Great and mighty things you have in place for her. And Lord, the connection was not by accident, but God, you did it. And we thank you for it. Touch and heal today. Lord, give her peace and joy like never before. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Bless every caller. Lord, I know you're supplying the need right now. And Lord, whatever they thought on, Lord, I know you pointed out on them today. In the name of Jesus, remind them to have patience. Remind them, God, to keep their mind on you and to give you praise even before it comes. Praise you before it comes. Lord, if they praise you to come a little bit faster, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for what you're doing. <laughs> And we waited on you, Lord. We didn't know how you were going to move in 2024. But God, you're moving for us right now. And we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen, this morning when I was praying here, it was like I was, I know God heard it, but it was like I was just saying some words. He was leading and guiding. And, and I'm going to tell you, when I don't feel it, when I don't feel nothing, I know it's not me praying. <laughs> it's not me. I know when I, 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 I'm words coming out my mouth when they come in fast sometimes and, and all over here, that, that's not me. That's not me. That's him. He's moving. Everybody's situation is not the same. And I thank him for it today. They can say what they want about me, Brother D. I'm going to do what he says, okay? I'm going to do what he says, not what Barbara wants. I'm going to do what he says. Look here, many days he had told, go on out there in the garage and sit down. <laughs> I wish he could hear. Uh, uh, get out of here. Go on out there and sit down. Because now you just all in the air about nothing. You just with something today yourself now. Sit down. I sit out there for a few minutes. And it come to me. You clown. <laughs> Shut your mouth. And sit down. Sometimes it's about Shantae. I said, again, I'm doing all she can for you. You don't cook. You don't clean. You don't drive. You don't do nothing. And she do it all. No grumbling. No complaining. And you got, <laughs> you got something to say? Shut your mouth. Sit down. <laughs> and look, I have to laugh. Because I know it's the truth. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> God, forgive me. Help me today, Father. Help me today. Yeah, and then he'll fix it and fix my mouth. The things I won't affect, they won't even come out. Yeah, he shed it. <laughs> he's that kind of God. See, he, 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 he's everything you need him to be. Yeah, he's a shut your mouth kind of God. 
He's a close your eyes kind of God. He's a turn the other cheek kind of God. Turn the other way kind of God. He's all that we need. My life is hid in him. I have no control, really. You know, I try. But it just don't work out. <laughs> I, try, I have tried. But I gave it to him, you see. And I can't take it back. Because I told him, don't let me take it back. And I meant what I said. And I said what I meant. So a lot of days you hear me laugh in the camp. That's because I know. Yeah. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. Woo, I thank you today for your prayer answering God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, I got to go to this song. Studio still open. I got to go to this one right here. And uh, when we come back, the studio is still open. Feel free to press that number one and come in. All right, this is a quick one. This is a quick one.
Thank you, Jesus. Mr. Van Morrison. I love that little number myself now. Yeah, because Van is telling us something if we can just uh, take ears to hear. All right, coming at you right now, 907. God bless you this morning. How are you? Huh? Okay, maybe she got to put the earpiece in. <laughs> I wanted to share a quick testimony. Um, I love Providence. I love him, love him. Um, so I was um, talking to one of my friends. She called me, and she had already reached out to me. She said, you mind if I call you later? I was like, oh, yeah, give me a call. So she calls me, and we're talking, and when I met her, she didn't know God, and, you know, like a lot of us, when we were in the world, we were just in the world, and we didn't know what we didn't know, and she wasn't raised, um, you know, let's say in the church, per se, so she, there's a lot of things she didn't know, but anyways, um, she called me, and so we were talking, and she's like, you know, she said, I just want to tell you that I want to run this situation across, uh, you know, and just you tell me what you think, so she told me the situation, and you know you had those friends you can be brutally honest with. Um, and I told her, I said, girl, you are tripping. I said, um, and I just, you know, ministered to her. We had a nice talk. And she said, I just want to tell you thank you. She said, you know, over the years, I see you and I always hear you talk about the Lord. And she's like, you're so sweet and all these things. And she was like, it really has changed my life. And she was like, I even think differently. And she was saying that she prays. And you can definitely see the difference in her. And she's a good-hearted person, you know, and her family, and now she has a little girl, and so she's talked to me about, you know, she wants her daughter to, to know who God is, her and her husband want to raise her in the way. And so it blessed my soul to hear her say that. And whenever people say, you know, I want to thank you, and, you know, I appreciate the compliment, and it does make me feel good, but I told her, I said, you know, we, we tell God thank you because it's him that gave me the strength and the knowledge and to share with you and we have fellowship I said and you took heed to the word and so she just told me how much God has transformed her life and as she grows she's learning more she's getting in the word more um, she wants to buy her daughter she's really little she wants to buy her a little Bible because her daughter sees her reading the Bible and she's interested and I said you know what you can make it like a play date you know and sit down with her I said and when she sees you and your husband pull your Bibles out she'll go get her little Bible I said, because it's so simple that even a child can understand it. I said, so you guys can have fellowship and Bible study as a family. So we've been talking about these things the last couple of years, but I thank God that he has introduced himself to her and he's drawn her. And so she's grown so much. And she just said anytime any situation comes up at work or in her life or whatever it is, the first thing she does, she used to get paranoid and like have anxiety and things like that. And then she didn't know the enemy was talking to her. And so she just shared some things with me about how God has showed her how to combat that. She said someone walked uh, up to her at work, and instantly she started praying, like, God, let this interaction be positive. Let me walk away with, you know, more knowledge and let this person walk away. And so that's not anything that she would have done years ago. So I just thank God for the transformation and he uses us to plant the seeds. You know, we're supposed to be out in the vineyard laboring unto the Lord to be a blessing to our brothers and sisters, especially those who don't know God and weren't raised in the way. And so oftentimes you labor and you don't see the fruit, but that's God's business. It's not my business. I, I'm just to do what he told me to do and encourage folks. And to hear her say that God has shaped her life and 
her life has not been the same and everything she looks at it in a different lens it blessed my soul so I just wanted to share that today that if God has you with your family with your friends with your co-workers strangers try as often as you can to be in tune with the Lord and allow him to use you and do exactly what he says to do so that people can be blessed and then you too will be blessed. So it's just, um, it just really encouraged me yesterday to, to go a little bit longer, a little further in the Lord every day. So God bless y'all. Happy Friday. I hope everybody has a good weekend. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a testimony. Yeah. Because that's called new creature in Christ. See, he's drawn her. And because she's been praying and studying his word and allowing the word to move for her, now she's new. He, he, he's doing in her what he needs to do. She can see better now. Yeah. And I can understand when she said when this person came, she prayed. Because sometimes uh, when I first got saved, I, I, certain people, I had to pray about them because I knew when I was in the world, I would have let them have it, both barrels. I'm talking about I'd have blowed them down. But God, <laughs> the new change came. So I couldn't talk to them any kind of way and treat them any kind of way. Although I knew, you know, they wanted to come and say something crazy. But or what I thought was crazy and I didn't like. But God showed me, pray. Prayer was exit every time. And that's what we have to do most times. Shut our mouth. And let God work it out for you. Because if you work it out, you're going to say something wrong, might even go on and do some wrong, you see. So just stand still mm-hmm. and know that he is God. And if you ask him mm-hmm. and wait, he'll work it out. I'm a living witness. He, he, oh, you don't know how many times he has done it for me. Because I was one, I, I got to straighten you out. And I, no, you don't have to straighten people. And that's my job. <laughs> Can I can I share one more thing too? Um, With this particular young lady, she she is not saved now. She's not saved, but God has set her forth on the path. And the way God does things, it's not in my timing or my season or the way I think it should go. She does not belong to me. She belongs to God. Her daughter, her husband, her family, everything in her life belongs to God. And He will set forth. Hold on one minute, Shante. Hold on one minute now. Okay, you're saying she's not saved. Yes, ma'am, and we started talking about it, because I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was a little bit uh, nervous, you know how the enemy talks to you, like, oh, don't talk to her about being saved, and so I want to say uh, about a couple months ago, it, I felt like the Lord put it on my heart to talk to her about being saved. And I said, do you know what this is? Have you ever heard of this? And she was like, no. And so it started a different conversation. And so we started talking about being saved. And sometimes she gets nervous about things that she doesn't uh, fully understand. And so I said, well, be in prayer. And, you know, when that time comes, you know, we can talk about what it would take for you to be saved. And so she was like expressing interest in it. So I've been asking God, and I would ask you all to pray for me too, that the Lord would continue to draw her and that she is willing, she is willing to be saved. Um, She just, I think sometimes too, when people are in the world and they get introduced to God while he's drawing them, uh, the the interest spikes. And so while the spirit of the Lord is moving, I want to make sure exactly when 
God says to do it. Um, but I just keep having a conversation with her and just keep talking to her about it. But, no, she she's not. As far as I know, when I talk to her, I, her and I haven't had the conversation just yet about um, accepting Jesus. And I told her, these are the things that you would have to do, and this is what it would mean. And so she was like, oh, okay. So, okay, yeah, I, so I believe it's coming if it hasn't already. Okay, because I don't believe she could hang on to the word that long and mm-hmm. have learned some things without going to him. Because I'm I'm sure she had to go to him, Shante. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And yes, and maybe ma'am. you want to ask her about that. Just just ask her. Hey, uh, French fry. Have you ever you know <laughs> accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You know, just ask yes, her. And and I say, well, what do you think about that? What what do you think that means? You know, something simple. Mm-hmm. And just sit back yes, and ma'am. wait. I, I certainly can do that. Yeah. Yes, and we talked might. about it, I'm going to say two times. And then after that, uh, you know, life gets busy and hectic and you don't talk. But then when she talked to me again, I brought it up to her again. She was like, yeah. She's like, I never heard of that before. I said, okay. And then that's what led to the conversation about, you know, being saved and raising your child up in the way that when, you know, she gets old, she won't depart from it. So that anchored peace in Jesus. But she is definitely willing. And I, I see the transformation and I see the changes in her. And like you said, she wouldn't have been able to come this far. So although she hasn't outright expressed it, and I don't know, you know, if she's a church home, we haven't gotten to that part yet. But I do know that she has that fire in her, which is good. That's what, that's what you need. But it's like an undying thirst. Like she keeps coming back. And so, um, yes, ma'am, I appreciate you, Mama, for that. Yeah, I'm seeing some things, and it's going to be, it's already all right. It is all right. All right, LaShawn, if you can hear me this morning, if you tuned in, oh, what a beautiful picture. Thank you, ma'am, for the father. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I know God is able. And see, I know we've, we've been in that church life, and we've been in the come to Christ life. And if we don't see it, a lot of times we may not think people got it. I didn't get mine in the building. I got mine in the bedroom. I didn't get my on the phone or talking to nobody but him because I, I, I didn't really know if, you know, what I'm saying, he was real, if I was talking, I, I didn't really know. But I went to him for myself and I asked, if you real, I want to be just as real in you as you are real. Because, see, sometimes people don't know to say, I believe that Jesus is the son of God and he died for my sins and forgive me, Lord. They don't know that. They they, they go another way. But God received them. And then he teach them, it's me. I'm Jesus. And you received me. Yeah, he he, he going to work it out. But ask, ask a Shante. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you. You done, Shante? Okay. Okay. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? Uh, bless highly favor. Good morning, Mr. Bob. Good morning, everybody listening this morning. And just first of all, I want to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. Thank him for life, health, and strength, keeping my right mind. Uh, just allowing me to see another day I've never seen before. And I uh, thank God for the activity of my limbs and thank God for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I'm just blessed to be up here, and, and I just 
for listening this morning to the uh, the message, and uh, you know, God really, you know, kind of along along the way of my walk with God, you know, He really kind of showing me and breaking some things down for us, you know, the meaning like effectual uh, uh, prayers, you know, I, you know, and that's they say, you know, you want to study study your Bible, and you know, and a lot of you know people that uh, study the Bible. You know, uh, and I, that I've talked to, they tell you, you know, get you, you know, uh, a dictionary and kind of look up the, look, the words along, you know, as you go, you know, so you can have a better understanding of what those words mean. But, you know, as he said, effectual prayers, man, you broke it down that, you know, that means like a ball and, you know, hot, you know, on fire, basically for, for uh, on fire prayer for God, you know, and, you know, just knowing those things and incorporating those things. You know, in your walk with God, and you know, I, I I know God honors our prayer, you know, as well. But you know, I I think too, like you said, and as it expressed in the Bible, you know that David, you know, and uh, the guy named Elijah, and um, oh, I'm trying to think of the other guy named that had all they got all the swords and stuff, and uh, his, his his children Joe. died. Yeah, Joe. So, you know, I, I, all those people, you know, they was, you know, when they went before God and many others went before God, they wasn't no, you know, no dropper. It was, you know, they they heart was after God. They they you know they they meant business when they went before God before His yes, throne and in their prayer life, you know. And and I, I like I say, you know, the all prayers is you know reaches up there to heaven, but I thank God really. You know, grasp more. You know, and a guy know your heart too. You know, so he know, you know, those things. And you know, it just you know, let me know. You know, to stay on the course and you know, be sincere when I when I go before him. You know, what I ask him for. And uh, you know, I was just thinking about last night. Uh, so brother Frank, God bless him, love him to death. I miss brother Frank. You know, I know we all do. But uh, brother Frank connected me to a group called Sons of Thunder. And oh, uh, you know, in that uh, Elder Moffat, the, he's the 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 host of the the ministry, you know, and oh, uh, you know, he he'll break down the, the Bible. It's basically a Bible study for the men, you know, for the men of different ages and everything. And you know, he he break it down. And then the other uh, ministers, because it's uh, about a, a couple ministers, a couple deacons, you know, and elders, basically in the uh, on the. Uh, Program and the group, and all uh, you know they you know they they got you know the wisdom, and then we got some younger people you know as myself you know what I'm saying, and um last night uh Elder Muffet had two uh, of his family members that's younger around my age, probably maybe younger than me, uh they came on you know and I, I want to say this too you know a lot of time we judge people by their appearance and it, you know you heard the saying don't judge a book by its cover. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm guilty of uh, sometimes I can say that. I got to say that, and I just pray the Lord to help me. But, you know, just, you know, thinking about that and, you know, last night when we were on the show, you know, and we was on Zoom. So, you know, on Zoom, you will see the person picture or you can see the person. But uh, I kind of had a, a picture up there, and I, I just so happened to glance at the picture. And when I looked at the picture, you know, just kind of some of the gestures that, you know, he had, the young man had or whatever, you know, kind of 
my flesh had me kind of judging them, you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent. But then, you know, as the, the, the group progressed and, you know, we got done and everybody got a chance to talk, this young man, you know, came out and, you know, spoke up and, you know, we had his moment to speak. And, man, I believe is highly anointed, knows the word of the guy, you know, and in detail. And you could tell as he, you know, was speaking that, you know, he's knowledgeable of the word, you know, and he was knowledgeable of what, you know, we were studying on at the present moment because we studying uh, Samuel, you know. I mean, yeah, Samuel, we studying Samuel. First Samuel, we're going through, and we're about to get ready to go into second Samuel. But, you know, of course, that's about David and Solomon. I mean, David and Saul and, you know, the things that happened throughout that. And, uh, you know, he, he was just breaking that down and talking about that and everything. And, you know, judging, like I said, you know, sometimes we judge people sometimes sometimes we only mean to do it, it kind of it happens you know and you know but I, I say that to say you know just you know the lord blessed me and kind of spoke to me in that situation you know just you know sometimes i just need you just need to observe and just watch you know and you know uh, i've heard a, a, a minister say you know it's you know we supposed to judge you know righteous we supposed to judge because in the end we don't judge people you know but I would say you don't want to judge, you know, unjudged, unrighteously. I, I would say it like that. But nevertheless, to say, you know, it, it just blessed me and it, and it's a lesson and, and all. And I kind of wanted to speak too on, you know, what Sister Chante said, you know, about, you know, drawing others, you know. So, you know, it's just like, you know, me and, and God has a, a divine order and how he do things, how he draws us and where he's taking us at, you know. And, you know, it took me to go through a divorce. And through my divorce, I met Sister Barbara, Minister Barbara, and then Brother Frank, and others in the minister of Jesus in the morning. And then from Brother Frank and the others that I have met, you know, then through Brother Frank, then I met uh, Elder Mumford, and then I got connected to the Sons of Thunder. You know, so it's a a step in all our life we're growing and learning lesson after lesson after lesson, you know, and, you know, that's something I pray. I say, Lord, just continue to strengthen me in your word, continue to give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, you know, and teach me more, you know what I'm saying? Let me take it all in, but give me a greater understanding, you know, of the word. And, you know, that's something that I pray and I'm sincere about that, you know, because I want to know, I want to know the word. You know, and a lot of times, you know, we get distracted. So, you know, that's the thing we got to pray to, you know, no distractions, you know, because the enemy will come in and he'll try to distract us. So we can't, you know, do because he already know we destined for greatness, that we're going to be great. So his goal is to try to keep us from reaching what and doing what God has called us to do. You know, so I, I say, you know, it just blessed me and it's just a lesson learned and uh even with the, the job that I'm at now currently, you know, I was just thinking the young man yesterday, he had asked me, he, and, uh, you know, they, you know, the, the guys, they kind of get in there and they be talking, you know, about certain things and, you know, they're, they'll be talking about some stuff and, you know, they, that's their sit well with my spirit. So I don't really, you know, I don't talk about what they talk about with that. Like, you know, they say whatever they say. I don't 
I, I don't say nothing. I just, you know, kind of look at them on, look at them bad. But, you know, in my mind, I'm like, Lord, you know, I, I ain't with that. So, you know, I go kind of on my, about my business. But I still, I still talk to them, you know, because they're my employees. But the young man asked me yesterday, he was like, oh, kind of music, music you listen to, you know, and I told him, I say, you know, I, I listen to uh, gospel music, Christian music, I say, and I listen to a little ra- a little reggae, you know, but more I listen to more Christian music, you know, and then even with the reggae music, I listen to Christian reggae music, but I do listen to some of the old, like, oh, love song music, you know, with uh, the reggae or whatever, but in me saying that, the young man told me, he, I, I just believe, you know, the people, you can sense when somebody has that walk, you know, God has a certain glow on people that is connected to him, you know, and the young man, you know, this he ain't know how to say it, but that's what he was saying, and that's what God let me know he was saying, like, like I see the God in you. I see that, you know, you ain't doing like other people do, you know what I'm saying, and even when they they have their conversations, you know, I don't comment on what they're saying if it ain't right, you know what I'm saying, to my to my knowledge, you know. And um, it just blessed me to let me know that, uh, you know, I, I'm striving to do it right as much as possible I could do it and that, you know, others see it, you know what I'm saying? They see they see him in me, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that, that opens the door for me to be able to, to speak to him, to say something to him because he sees that I don't follow what they're doing and I ain't, I'm not judging them. You know for what they're saying, but at the same time, not condoning and going along with them. You know, I just set aside from you know what they're talking about, and if they if they get to it, and the Lord willing, and have me to speak on it one day and say somebody like, hey, you know, tell them, you know, you know, I know y'all, that's what y'all do, but you know that ain't right. You know, then I'll do it. But until he allowed me to open my mouth to say it, you know, I just continue to walk the walk on walk, and you know, be that light. And maybe when the time comes, that I could, you know, ask some like sunshine table saying the young lady, you know, it might come a time when I could, hey, you know, you believe in God, you have a relationship with God, you know, and if not, you know, maybe, you know, if that's where God has me to be there at this time, and this is my destination for to be able to do His will, to draw others closer, then you know, that's that's my opportunity. You know, so I, I just thank God for that, and, you know, it's just a blessing, this ministry, and, and, you know, I thank God for every connection that I've been connected to, the people that I've met over the years, and, you know, to help me grow, you know, as a as a, a, a babe in Christ and going into a, a young adult, a young Christian, so it's just a blessing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, yes, sir, yes, sir. And we have to be careful not to judge others. Because I learned to don't judge a book by its cover. The cover might be ragged and tore up. But what's inside the book is what will help us. Yeah. We have nine minutes. God bless you, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning for sharing. We appreciate that. God bless you, Shante, for sharing today. God bless you. So, look, we're going to pray out. And we pray the Lord bring us back Friday, I mean, Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I posted the questions over there to Jesus in the Morning's uh, group, and I put them in there as a poll. But if you go over there on Facebook, you'll see the questions. Get your answers and be ready on Monday. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it'll help a lot of people, too, to learn scripture. So let's pray. And we pray the Lord bring us back again Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Father God, we thank you today. Thank you for all that has been said and done. We thank you for your word. For Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. As we depart this weekend, Father, lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Father, bless our going out and our coming in. Those that are up in the cold, God, the snow and all of this rain and different things, Lord, strengthen these, your people. Keep them warm. Keep them safe, oh God, from all hurt, harm, or danger. Again, supply today according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you. We can't tell you thank you enough because you've been so good to us. Every caller and every listener and those that you didn't speak a direct word to today, Lord, I know your blessings are flowing. Your blessings are falling upon them. And Lord, let it be manifest so that they can see that this was not just taught, but you was moving. Hallelujah. By your spirit today. And we thank you. We give you glory. We give you all the honor and praise. Bless us this weekend. Let us be great witnesses unto others this weekend. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory, all the honor again and praise. It's all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today and this weekend, starting now in Jesus' name. January 19, 2021. Hallelujah. Again, in Jesus' name. Good morning to you, Sister Sion, and good morning to you, my buddy, Pastor David. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Again, good morning, Brother D and Brother Anthony and Shantae, Sister Mary Ann and our very own Apostle Claudia Boatwright. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. God bless you. Thank God for each of you. And we're just going to play a little bit of this one. And uh, afterwards, uh, I won't be coming back after this one.
like I feel it. If you never do another thing for me, you got enough. If you never see fit to bless me again, you have you bless me.
I'm forever indebted. I'm forever.